Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question, veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Many of you know how busy I have been lately. I started this month with an interview with Amy Childs, an executive coach and chair of Vistage, a peer advisory group. Uh, My wife and kids then took a trip to Denver where we saw the Chicago Cubs lose to the Colorado Rockies. If you're a baseball fan, you know how tragic that is. We rode horses. Uh, I sneezed my head off. I'm allergic to horses, apparently. And I played golf with my dad in the rain. And when I returned, I participated in a wealth, estate, social security, and tax seminar in Kerrville. Then on uh, the 16th, I went to the gun show in New Braunfels. On the 21st, this past Thursday, Amy Childs and I uh, gave a seminar on business law and how to make good business decisions. And last night, Friday, September 22nd, I helped sponsor comedian Jeff Allen's performance at Village Parkway Baptist Church. So today, I'm going to be talking about what I learned from Jeff Allen, the comedian. Next week, I plan to interview Carlos Garcia about his trucking business and his philosophy about life insurance and financial security. And next Sunday, I plan to discuss some basic principles about the law of irrevocable life insurance trusts. Lawyers and financial planners often refer to these trusts as ILITs, I-L-I-T. The I stands for irrevocable. The L stands for life, the other I stands for insurance, and the T stands for trust, or ILIT. I'll also be talking about a famous 1968 court case, Crummy versus Commissioner of Internal Revenue, and then I'll talk about the modern uses for the Irrevocable Life Insurance Trust. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. This is... Uh, Talk Law Radio on KLUP 930 AM, The Answer. You can listen on the radio, Facebook, live, YouTube, or TalkLawRadio.com. This is going to be a great show. I'm going to be talking about what I learned from comedian Jeff Allen. And you can listen to Talk Law Radio every Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning and on Sundays at 4.30 in the afternoon. Also, podcasts everywhere, Facebook Live, YouTube, and TalkLawRadio.com. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, for our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to follow your will. Please help us learn from the mistakes of others so that we don't suffer from making the same mistakes ourselves. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. Markport Law Firm is sponsoring our show today, and Markport Law Firm focuses on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. 
new businesses and old businesses which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, family limited partnerships, and we can represent those who are facing problems from lack of planning, like in district court, county court, or probate court. So Jeff Allen is a comedian. Uh, They say he he has rapid-fire humor, which centers on marriage, family, and is a hit with all ages. I, I saw him last night at the Village Parkway Baptist Church. It was a riot. It was a good time. He was hilarious, and uh, but he also has a unique life story, which is the provides the content for his humor. He also has uh, trademarked "Happy Wife, Happy Life" message of a marriage gone wrong and redeemed. Jeff's comedy drives home the humor in everyday family life and the joy derived from a healthy marriage. Call us at 210-308-8867 and tell me something hilarious about your family, marriage, or children, and I'll send you a copy of his book. That's 210-308-8867. I'm not being compensated for promoting Jeff Allen's book today. The reason I'm promoting Jeff Allen's book is because I want to promote his message. That's his with a capital H. God's message through Jeff Allen and through this program as well. I want to help God spread his message through Jeff Allen to those who may be suffering from addiction to alcohol, drugs, or who may suffer from anger and rage. These are all things that Jeff Allen talked about and joked about last night. If you have a if you want to share a story about someone who you think might benefit from uh, receiving Jeff Allen's book, give us a call at 210-308-8867 and I'll buy it from Amazon and ship it to your house. And you can share it with whoever you want. So the book is called Are We There Yet? And the way Jeff Allen talks about uh, the reason for the title of his book is uh, he was in rehab or some 12-step program or something. And he was always wondering, when am I going to be cured? When am I going to be fixed of having these problems? And so he he uses an analogy of kids in the back of a car in the station wagon on the on the family vacation where they're always wondering are we there yet are we there yet are we there yet and he said he he sort of went through the same thing Again I'm talking about uh Jeff Allen today uh this is Talk Law Radio uh usually I'm talking about the law Um, But today I'm talking about some softer subjects um, because uh, I want to have some different programming for you. And you can also text me or call, uh, you can call 210-308-8867 or you can text me at 210-538-4770, 210-538-4770 if you just want to send me a text. If you want to send me a text uh, and comment on something funny that is funny about your marriage or about your family or about your kids, I'll send you this book, Are We There Yet? by Jeff Allen. And so the reason I usually talk about the law is because uh, I realized years ago that uh, we started with one rule. God had one rule, don't eat from the fruit of that tree. Then we had Ten Commandments, and now we have federal, state, and municipal lawmakers that won't stop making new laws. All of these laws can impact you in one way or another, and ignorance of the law is no excuse. And so I'm here to help you navigate those issues, uh, laws that you might not know about or laws that are confusing. Give us a call and... Let us know what confuses you or what frustrates you. What laws do you want to be changed? 
Let us know at 210-308-8867 or text me at 210-538-4770. After the break, I'm going to be talking about, um, did Jesus laugh? And the reason I started wondering about that is because I was reflecting on the comedy of Jeff Allen, and I laugh, you laugh, uh, it, it's something that human beings do, and we know that Jesus was human. But here's the, the strange thing, is uh, there's no passage in the Bible that says Jesus laughed. We know that he cried, uh, we know that they say he was a man of sorrows, Um, but it never says that he laughed. Uh, Some things that he's quoted as saying we think are funny, but do we really know whether he was trying to be funny? So stay tuned. We'll be right back. all business owners and industry leaders seeking to elevate your brand and align with a highly targeted audience. Talk Law Radio invites you to partner with us in bringing in-depth interviews with expert guests, thought-provoking discussions, and practical advice on a variety of matters to the listening audience. Let us get your business name out into the community. Log on to TalkLawRadio.com to find out how you can become a sponsor. That's TalkLawRadio.com. 930 AM. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here on 930 AM The Answer. Facebook Live, YouTube, TalkLawRadio.com, and podcasts everywhere. Uh, Today I'm talking about what I learned from Jeff Allen, the comedian. Saw him last night at Village Parkway Baptist Church. Um, I'm not being compensated to promote him or his book, but I do want to promote his message um, because it contains uh, his experience and his uh, his change from uh, things that he was doing that were wrong to things that he's doing now that are right. If you call now at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, I will buy a copy of his book and send it to you. What I want you to tell me about is something funny about your marriage, uh, something that might make your wife upset, Um, because a lot of things that I say that are upsetting to my wife, I really think are funny. And I just say, hey, it's funny to me. And she says, of course it is. Uh, So the book's called Are We There Yet? And I'd love to send it to you. Um, he didn't have any copies with him last night, so he just said, go to Amazon and buy it there. Uh, now I'd like to talk about, did Jesus laugh? And so I was reflecting on the comedy of Jeff Allen, and I wondered to myself, did Jesus laugh? Did Jesus have a sense of humor? And so I did what most anybody would do. I Googled it. I asked Google did Jesus laugh? And, you know, there's always somebody to give their opinion on almost everything on the internet. Of course, these are uh, the articles that Google chose for me. And uh, I don't know whether it's right or not. I'm not a theologian. Um, But you can weigh in on this too. Let me know what you think. Uh, I have a friend who has a picture uh, that depicts what Jesus would look like if he were laughing. And it's just very curious to me um, whether Jesus did, in fact, laugh. And since it doesn't say in the Bible whether he did or not, we just have to uh, use the words that are there and try and figure things out. Give us a call. Let me know what you think about whether Jesus laughed or not. Call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or text me at 210-538-4770, 210-538-4770. So one person who wrote an article on the internet said, 
people he talks to says Jesus probably didn't laugh because laughter is a sign of, of the frivolous and a thinly veiled attempt to make light of things that are not funny. And so Jesus would never have done that. Um, they say life is a sober matter. Jesus was described as a man of sorrows. He's described as one who was acquainted with grief. And we do know that he walked around with a burden upon him. He knew that he was going to have to pay for the sin of the world. And, and then we find no reference in the Bible to Jesus laughing. And so I, I was thinking about that too. I joined a new Bible study, and I don't know these guys very well, but one of the guys said that you can discern how important an issue or topic is in the Bible by how many times it's mentioned in the Bible. So if we follow that logic, the absence of an issue or a topic might lead one to believe that laughter wasn't important to Jesus. What do you think? Call us. Tell me what you think about whether Jesus laughed or not. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And I'll give you a copy of Jeff Allen's book. Uh, all you have to do is call in, and I will get your address and have Amazon mail it to you. There's other references in the Bible that says Jesus cried. So we, we know that. And if he experienced that emotion, why wouldn't he experience the full range of human emotion? Uh, there's uh, some other writers that say if Jesus was fully human, he would have experienced the full range of all human emotion. Another writer commented that uh, Jesus used one form of humor called sarcasm. And and they look at the uh, the language of the time and try and interpret what that would mean in today. And uh, so the sarcasm comes from a, a response that Jesus made to Herod when he called him a fox. So that's kind of sarcastic to to say that about him. And so we don't know if he laughed. Um, but he, maybe he did use sarcasm. Uh, one commentator said that um, we know that God laughs because it says that in in the Bible. In the Psalms, um, it says, uh, when the kings of the world set themselves against God and take counsel against God, it says that he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. God will hold them in derision. So it's not uh, the type of laughter where where it, it's funny, ha ha. It's it's the laughter that says, "I'll have the last laugh. Uh, I got you on that one." And in Ecclesiastes, it says, uh, "There's a time to plant, a time to reap, a time to build, a time to tear down. There's a time to dance, a time to sing." a time to laugh, a time to cry. And so there are time, there are these passages in the Bible that talk about um, God laughing. So we still wonder if Jesus laughed. Okay, we have somebody on the air who wants to tell us uh, whether they think Jesus laughed. Eric, tell us. Yes, I believe Jesus laughed, and God is still laughing along. Um, if the any references to children, especially uh, if we are laughing and singing and dancing uh, or celebrating, laughter goes with all of that naturally. Now, if we are God's creation, then we surely are a reflection, and seeing how we, as his children, laugh, then in a kind of um, reverse engineering, I suppose, uh, thought, I would say that Jesus 
had to laugh. There's I like no way he could not. I like that explanation. Uh, I would, I would follow that logic that um, we're made in God's image, and if we laughed, that that's a reflection of maybe God's personality. And I I had heard uh, your other statement there that about children, and we do know that that Jesus spent time with children. And uh, one commentator noted that uh, children would probably not want to hang out with a guy that wasn't entertaining. If if he was only a man of sorrows, children might not be attracted to that. Yes, yes. And, you know, um, Jesus being a man of sorrows, certainly he would be the one to bear the weight of the world and all of its emotion abilities, including laughter and the sadness that comes along with it. Yeah, thank you for calling and chiming in, Eric. Uh, what part of town are you listening? Uh, right now I'm on the uh, northeast side of town. Okay. Well, make sure you... Did you tell Mark what your address was? No, I just gave him my phone number. Oh, okay. I'll call you and get your address off the air, and I'll send you a copy of that book. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, and God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay, great. We had a caller uh, telling us uh, his opinion about Jesus laughing, and I, I can follow that logic that if uh, we're made in the image of God and we laugh— then maybe that's a reflection of God's uh, personality as well. If uh, you have an opinion about whether Jesus laughed or not, call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and I will send you a book uh, called Are We There Yet? by Jeff Allen, the comedian. The reason I'm talking about all this is because I've been so busy all month uh, preparing uh, lots of podcasts about business law. I interviewed Amy Childs, executive coach and Vistage chair, and then we had a seminar about business law. It's the first time I gave that seminar, and I spent a lot of time preparing for it. Uh, if, If I had given a different seminar, like about estate planning, that I've given hundreds of times before. I might not have been uh, so overwhelmed with preparation, but one of the things that I've been gearing up for was this this event last night at Village Parkway Baptist Church where comedian Jeff Allen had a performance, and he he, uh, has an interesting life. Uh, It's all in the book called Are We There Yet? But I'll give you some... Um, previews of of what he's like. Apparently, in his past life, or (laughs) I shouldn't say it that way, in his uh, formative years, he had gotten into drugs and alcohol and uh, was quite an angry person. And uh, he did convince this woman to marry him, um, and they had a rough go of it at the beginning. And uh, eventually she said, if you don't knock it off, I'm going to leave you. And uh, so he he got help. He went to therapy or did some 12-step program or something. And uh, even though you one of the steps is that you, you need to believe in a higher power, he struggled with that. He didn't really know God. And uh, a friend of his introduced him to some... Uh, sermons by audio cassette tapes, and uh, he collected them for years before ever listening to one of them. But it, it was that friend and those tapes that um, led him to start to go to church. Of course, the Holy Spirit works through all of that, and he was eventually able to be clean and sober. And his comedy is also clean. You don't have to worry about bringing your kids or your grandparents to go listen to him tell jokes because it's uh, none of it was inappropriate. Some of his jokes were political in nature, and 
It's funny, every time he told a political joke, he said, don't email me, it's just a joke. <laughs> Apparently he gets uh, some uh, negative emails whenever he jokes about the president or about the government or about waterboarding. Uh, so somebody uh, emailed him this whole long article about waterboarding and, and told him that he was a moron and he said, of course I am. I'm, I'm just a comedian. I don't, I don't care anything about waterboarding. Anyway, that was uh, a funny point in the show. Oh, I want to talk about next. Um, I found an article. I was looking up these articles about whether Jesus laughed or not. And I came across this article about the Gospel of Judas you won't find the Gospel of Judas in your Bible because it's not really a gospel. It's just uh, something that was found uh, recently. Uh, I'll talk about that more after the break, so stay tuned. Back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt. We're on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Facebook Live, YouTube, also podcasts everywhere, and TalkLawRadio.com. If you're interested in a legal topic, you can go to TalkLawRadio.com and search there. And chances are, I've talked about that topic on the radio. If you are confused or worried or want some law changed, you can always email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com. Let me know what you're concerned about, and maybe I can make a program out of it. Today I've been talking a lot about uh, Jeff Allen and his comedy uh, I saw him perform last night at Village Parkway Baptist Church. It was an event put on by the radio station, and uh, we met lots of people. And I learned about uh, Jeff Allen's story about how he was addicted to drugs and alcohol and uh, uh, anger problems and how he recovered with the, the help of uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I was reflecting on all of that, uh, his comedy, and what I learned from him uh, last night, and I got this question in my mind about whether Jesus laughed, whether Jesus had a sense of humor, and I, I talked about this last segment, and we had a caller named Eric uh, give us his opinion. Well, another article that I ran into was an article about the Gospel of Judas, which you won't find in your Bible because it's not really a gospel. It's just a, a really old uh, writing that uh, was found a few years ago, and uh, they say it's one of the Gnostic Gospels. I'm I'm not a theologian, so I don't know all the details about uh, how books got into the Bible and how some were left out. But what's interesting about this this paper called Gospel of, of Judas is that it does reference Jesus laughing. And so uh, let me find this. Okay, so, and, and it's interesting that my talk about Judas falls in the third segment, you know, because this is the Sinners and Saints segment. So I like to talk about sinners and saints, you know that. Um, you might remember the Meredith Brooks song, uh, I call it the Sinners and Saints song from 1997, uh, that was her. Um, it, it reminded me of Martin Luther, uh, the theologian that wrote the 95 Thesis in 1517. He said each of us is both a sinner and a saint, that's how he felt about himself. And he said, quote, the saints are sinners too, but they are forgiven and absolved. 
And so I was I was telling you about Judas, uh, the gospel of Judas, which is not a gospel. <laughs> I don't want anybody to to uh, blame me for uh, believing that or even spreading that message. Um, but the reason I'm talking about it today is because it mentions Jesus laughing. Um, the article I, I read says... Uh, it meant the Gospel of Judas mentions the Passover in Jerusalem as the disciples are offering a prayer to God over the dinner table. Watching them, quote, Jesus laughs. And the disciples respond, quote, why are you laughing at us? And Jesus says he is laughing not at them, but at their strange idea of pleasing their God. Uh, one of the things about this gospel of Judas is that Jesus, who never laughs in any of the real gospels, is constantly laughing in this one. The disciples are furious at at Jesus being so condescending, except for Judas, who's the hero of the gospel of Judas, thinks he knows what the laughter signifies. He says, I know who you are and where you come from. You are from the immortal realm of Barbalo. Apparently startled by his insight, Jesus Jesus tells Judas, step away from the others and I shall tell you the mysteries of the kingdom. I've never heard of Barbalo. Um, Maybe I haven't read the Bible enough. Um, But if there's anybody out there that's listening... Please shed some light on this. Call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Have you ever heard of Barbalo? Let us know, and I'll send you a copy of Jeff Allen's book called Are We There Yet? All you have to do is call 210-308-8867, and let me know what you know about the Gospel of Judas or Barbalo, or tell me something funny about your marriage or your family. The true mystery, as Jesus unveils it in the Gospel of Judas, is that out beyond the stars there exists a divine blessed realm free of the materiality of this earthly one. This is the realm of Barbalo a name that Gnostics gave the celestial mother who lives there with, among others, her progeny, a good God awkwardly called the self-generated one. This is all very bizarre to me. And so if you know anything about the Gospel of Judas, please uh, call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or text me at 210-538-4770, 210-538-770, and let me know what you know about the Gospel of Judas or Barbalo or any of this other strange stuff. Uh, Jesus, it turns out, is not the son of the Old Testament God, uh, but of a rebellious creator known as Yadabaoth, or Adam's third son, Seth. All of this is really strange to me, and so I'm going to stop talking about it. But the reason I bring it up is because the Gospel of Judas includes uh, some information about when Jesus laughed. Um, Other sinners and saints, um, I would say, is Jeff Allen. Uh, He admitted it. He confessed during his uh, comedy performance last night at Village Parkway Baptist Church. And so I want to acknowledge his his confession. He confessed that he suffered from addiction to drugs and alcohol and had terrible anger and rage. And so we celebrate him as a saint for listening to the call of the Holy Spirit and accepting Jesus Christ as his Savior. If you want to share a story about yourself or someone who you know, who was transformed from sinner to saint, call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I 
888-210-308-8867. And I'll order a book from Amazon called Are We There Yet? by Jeff Allen, and I'll mail it to your house. Um, Another thing that was curious to me about Jeff Allen's performance is that he didn't joke about his children. I'm sure that he has hundreds, thousands, or millions of stories that he could have told us that were funny about his children, but he didn't. He made a lot of jokes about himself and his wife and his marriage, but he didn't make a lot of jokes about his children. But there is somebody's children that I want to talk about in in our legacy segment, and uh, I'll just put that uh, hanging chad right there and see if you'll uh, come back for the fourth segment. Um, the reason I'm talking about all this again is because I I wanted to see what did I learn from comedian Jeff Allen as he joked about his his life and his marriage and his wife. Uh, we we need humor if we're going to be married for decades. Uh, I was married when I was 19, and so I have a, a potential for a very long marriage, um, which might be hilarious to some people and might make other people sad. Um, tell us what you think about marriage. Give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210 One thing I've noticed uh, in my practice at the law office is that uh, people don't seem to want to get married or want to stay married uh, for very long. And uh, they'll just be in a relationship with somebody for a long period of time. And they get into trouble when they start buying assets together. Um, I I would say it's probably not a good idea to... Uh, have co-ownership of a house or any other expensive asset or property if you're not married or if you don't have a partnership agreement because this person's going to be like a business partner without a partnership agreement and if you want to dissolve that relationship you have to do so with the judge i'll be right back stay tuned Discover the fascinating world of the law with Talk Law Radio. Listen to 930 AM The Answer every Saturday morning at 11 for insightful discussions and expert analysis. Then, don't miss out on a thrilling bonus segment every Sunday at 4.30 p.m. when Talk Law Radio's attorney, Todd Marquardt, offers his professional perspective on trending legal issues. Stay informed and engaged with the legal matters that shape our nation. Join Talk Law Radio for an enriching radio experience on 930 AM The Answer. And for more info, go to TalkLawRadio.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Podcasts everywhere, Facebook Live, YouTube, and TalkLawRadio.com, where you can find information about the law, and you can search for issues that you're having. And if you want me to talk about something that's weighing on your mind, you can text me at 210-538-4770, 210-538-4770, or email me at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com, and I'll see if I can make a program around what you're confused about or some law that you want to change. This is the fourth segment of the show. And I like to talk about legacy. And now, it's time for the Talk Law Radio Legacy Spotlight. What's your legacy? Sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. I like to talk about legacy because Marquardt Law Firm focuses on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. Uh, Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm also do probate and trust administration, 
That's the, the transfer of assets from the deceased person to the living beneficiaries. Or if there's no will or no trust, uh, attorneys at Moore Court Law Firm can also help navigate that situation as well to find out what's the best way to get those assets transferred. And since we, we focus on those things, inheritance and legacy, I like to highlight the legacy of someone or talk about some legacy topic at the end of the show. And legacy is in the Bible. Um, the blessing that Jacob gives to his sons is a sort of legacy. In Genesis chapter 49, verse 1, it says, Then Jacob called his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you what shall happen to you in days to come. That's part of his legacy is is trying to tell them what he expects of them. I don't think he was really trying to tell their future. He's not a fortune teller, but he was I think he was telling them what he expected them to accomplish. And when I meet with a a new client, I ask them what do you hope that your beneficiaries will achieve by receiving an inheritance from you? And some people say, I don't have any idea. I don't care. They can do what they want. Other people are a little more creative. They say, I hope that they'll get an education. I hope the grandchildren will get an education. I hope that they will uh, do something good for humanity. Uh, Those are the ones I like the best. Another definition of legacy I found um, on Twitter uh, by some uh, coaches. Here's what they say. Good players leave behind memories, banners, and trophies. Great players leave behind a culture, values, and standards that create a sustainable advantage each year. That's by Mark Landers and Rob Rose. Uh, They write about the winning difference. Here's another one. The story you leave behind for others to tell. The impression you make on the next generation not comprised of money or material things, but of character, conviction, or compassion. Another definition says the word legacy, something handed down from one generation to the next. A retiring company president might leave a legacy of honesty and integrity. Legacy comes from the Latin verb legare or legare, to appoint by last will, send as an ambassador. Originally, the noun meant ambassador or envoy, but soon shifted to mean the money and property a person leaves behind in his will. In recent usage, political leaders are said to be concerned with their legacy, the historically significant achievements of their tenure in office. So I kind of like that definition too, if but I would apply it to myself as an individual and say a dad, <laughs> a man who was concerned with his legacy, the historically significant achievements of his tenure or his time on earth. Uh, I think about what the how will the kids remember me? Will they remember me as? Uh, a guy that was always at work, or a guy that uh, told people about Jesus on the radio. Time will tell. Passing the torch. So this is also in in the same uh, vein as legacy. Passing something on uh, in in the business. You know, it could be president, vice president. It could be from majority shareholder to a family member. It could be passing on the farm or the ranch or the vacation home. Or I've seen grandparents get all the tools and just pass them out to all the grandchildren. Uh, I've seen grandmothers do that as well. Or firearms. Once somebody's not healthy, 
enough to go walking around in the wilderness looking for animals to to harvest. We call that God's grocery store. They might pass on their firearms and, and let the next generation enjoy them if they're not being used. So today I want to talk about Rupert Murdoch, uh, the, the majority shareholder of Fox. Um, he's passing down um, his authority as a leader of that organization to his son, Lachlan, L-A-C-H-L-A-N, Murdoch. Something that I found interesting about uh, Rupert Murdoch is he was married four times, and so I I found an article by the Associated Press that shows his family tree. Um, his first marriage to Patricia Booker uh, resulted in one child, uh, Prudence Murdoch. There, I don't think that they're involved anymore. Uh, second marriage was Anna Maria Torv, and that marriage resulted in these three children, Elizabeth, Lachlan, and James. Then Rupert was married to Wendy Ding. Uh, that marriage resulted in two children, Grace and Chloe. And then uh, the most recent marriage is with Jerry Hall. Uh, I don't think there's any children of that marriage. So Rupert is passing down the business to Lackland, and I think that Lackland is going to be in the news uh, because everybody's going to be scrutinizing how he's running the business after his his dad is giving it to him. I think the article said that Rupert was 92 years old, and so he's making a, a, a lifetime appointment or transfer. I don't know if he's passing down his his stock or ownership in the company or whether he's simply naming uh, his son to be the the head of it to make the business decisions. So I'll have to do some more research on that, unless you know, and then you can call in right now and uh, tell me. You can call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and tell me what you know about Rupert Murdoch and Fox and, and the transition of power. This article says that Rupert Murdoch is stepping down in favor of his son, Lachlan. And uh, there's a handful of good TV shows about succession going on uh, that that I find to be very interesting. Um, I won't talk about them right now because I'm running out of time. Uh, but this is all about legacy. Um, everybody's going to scrutinize this decision, whether it was good for him to hand over the reins to his son, you know, is he the most qualified one or is this just a, a nepotism, you know, where you name a relative and that's the, the only reason that they get to uh, be in that position of power and authority and influence and possibly, potentially, probably uh, lots of money at stake as well. If you're a business owner, do you think of your children as being ready to take over uh, at a moment's notice? Uh, I represent lots of businesses, and I I see uh, business owners every year talk about whether or not their children are going to take over the family business someday. I've I've helped business owners uh, structure uh, transactions where they they either give away the business to their children or they sell the business to their children. I have a very happy and satisfied client. That's how he financed his retirement was by selling his child the business. And and so he was able to get something like a pension by doing that. Of course, we use fair market value because there's tax issues involved and so forth. But if you have questions about what you're going to do with your business, you definitely need to get a business attorney 
involved or an estate planning attorney involved or both uh, because there's there's issues that cross over. Uh, if you come to my office, you'll see I have this diagram with four circles that shows how business law, estate law, elder law, and administrative law all influence and affect each other in one way or another. And so I made it my business to uh, get educated and know something about each one of those practice areas and how they all work together and how they influence each other. It's good for you to know what's going to happen or try to plan for what's going to happen before it actually happens. Uh, Let's imagine if Rupert Murdoch had just died, uh, there would have been a vacuum. Uh, People would have been in chaos wondering what would happen next. If you're a business owner, you don't want that to happen to your uh, employees, your colleagues. You don't want that to happen to your family. Uh, If you do nothing, if you procrastinate, it will result in chaos. If you do some planning, even if it doesn't work out exactly the way that you had imagined because other people react in ways that you didn't expect, it's going to be better that your ideas were on paper, that you wrote something down that was legally enforceable. This is how you make things better for your family. I've got to go. I enjoyed my time with you today. I'll talk to you later. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.